Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Beyond the Banter podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Minnie, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode. This week, I am coming at you live from my bed in the morning. It's kind of strange for me to record one in the morning, but I tried last night and it just didn't work. Plus, I'm feeling sick. I don't know if my voice sounds any different, but I have a cough and I hate feeling sick. So I'm just feeling very off this morning. So I was like, hmm, perfect time to record a podcast episode. But honestly, it kind of is because this topic is extremely relevant to my life, like right now. And the topic I want to talk about today is people pleasing. It's something that has been an issue like my entire life. And through therapy, I realized that a lot more clearly. But even just in literally the past 48 hours, it's become such an issue. And I'm just noticing that I'm people pleasing a lot right now. And it definitely always comes up, especially when I'm sick, because I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. I don't like the idea that I just need to put everything on pause for a second and let my body recover, which is of course what I need to do. But that's still something that's really hard for me to accept. So I'll just get into how it's been affecting me the past few days. So basically, I had work on Monday. And for context, I work as a barista at a coffee shop, which I love and the environment is great. My boss is great and the, and the employees are great. So it's not that I don't want to go to work, but it's quite kind of intense sometimes. Like if there's a rush of people, you're just, I mean, whether I'm on food or whether I'm making drinks, like you're just go, go, go. Like there's no stopping. Like you just, you just have to make the orders and not let people wait for too, too long. And so it can get really intense, like if I'm feeling hungry or even I need to pee or I need water, like I can't just take a moment to do that because people are waiting and I don't know, it can just get really intense sometimes. So I went on Monday and it, it went great. I had classes on Tuesday and then I was feeling a little sick Tuesday evening. Tuesday night, I'm literally like coughing all night, can't sleep at all. Yesterday, I woke up and kind of realized I needed a mental health day, but I didn't take one because I just wanted to power through my classes. I felt like I was going to get myself behind. I felt like I didn't want to look, quote unquote, bad in the professor's eyes by like skipping class. And a note on skipping class, actually. I'm all for mental health days and especially in university, you need to give yourself a break somewhat, somehow. But I also kind of grapple with the idea that I'm paying my university so much money. Like, I haven't done the math, but each class of every semester is probably a decent amount of money. And for me to just skip that, I don't know, I, I kind of feel like I'm obligated to go to these classes because I'm paying so much like I'm just losing money if I just don't go to class and don't attend so I don't know that's something I grapple with on days I wake up and I'm like I can't go to class or something like that or I just need a break I'm like well I'm paying for this so I might as well you know get as much out of this education as possible which I feel like is not a bad mindset at all because I'm here to learn and I want to learn and 
I only have one more year of being a student. And so I really want to take advantage of this year. But at some point, it's true. We need to put our mental health first and put our own needs first. And that's something I'm still working on for sure. But moving forward, last night I felt even worse. I was just coughing. I literally had a Zoom meeting and I had to mute myself because I was coughing so much. I didn't want the person I was having a meeting with to hear. It was just really bad. So I texted my boss about not coming to my shift on Thursday, which now we're at this morning. This morning is Thursday morning. And of course, it's inconvenient for her. I didn't give her much time to find someone to cover my shift, but I didn't know that that's how I was going to be feeling. So I tried to tell her with as much notice as time, with as much time before. I don't know what just happened there, but instantly I felt regret. Like instantly I felt so bad that I was putting her in a position where she was going to be understaffed and no one was going to be there for the hours of my shift. But I also recognized that I needed to do that. I Yesterday I told myself I needed a mental health day, but I didn't take one and I'm still feeling that way. And now I'm feeling more ill. So I think it's just something I need to kind of stick my ground with more and just overall, not necessarily with this work shift, but it just really kind of brought to my attention how much I people please because I instantly felt so bad in the sense that I don't want her to hate me. I don't want her to think any less of me because I'm sick and can't come to work, which I understand it's very inconvenient and I don't think my boss listens to this, but if she's listening, I'm very sorry, but I'm sick. And I think taking, taking the time to prioritize myself right now is exactly what I need. And that is so hard for me to accept, honestly. So, sorry. Yeah, that's just where I'm at. I'm currently not at work even though my shift starts in 10 minutes because I'm coughing and I feel sick and every part of me is like, I should just go. I should just go. I should just stick it through. Like, you'll be fine. It's only one day, which yes, I could. But I think listening to my body and listening to my needs right now is more important. And even saying that out loud, I'm like, no, or my brain is like, no, it's not important. Like you had, you told someone you'd be there and now you're not following through and that's been a huge thing in my life is just like following through like if I tell myself I'm gonna do something like you bet I'm gonna do my best to do it and oftentimes that comes at a price of what truly resonates with me and what truly feels good to me and it's kind of been an issue my entire life and more so now because I'm addressing it and starting to push back and, you know, taking a step back in moments like that and reassessing and being like, hey, does this actually like make me feel good? Or, you know, what are the reasons I'm doing this thing right now? Is it for myself or is it purely for the benefit of someone else? And of course, there's a balance with that. Because, for example, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for over two years. One sec, I need to cough. 
Okay, I'm all set. But uh, I've been in a relationship for over two and a half years. And of course, you can't just be selfish. <laughs> I mean, selfish is not the right word. You can't just be prioritizing your own needs the entire time. A relationship is a partnership and you are two individuals growing together, working together to build this relationship and build love between the two between the two of you basically. And so you can't always prioritize yourself. But you're not but I believe that in the relationship you're not prioritizing yourself for healthy reasons. You're prioritizing the relationship and putting the relationship first. So you're finding ways to compromise and finding ways that the both people in the relationship can grow and benefit. So you know, that's one way that there's kind of a gray area with putting yourself first. Another is just life, like, won't wait around for you sometimes. And growing up, I kind of see that increasingly, that life won't just wait around for me to take my mental health day and do my self-care things. Like, there are deadlines, there are obligations that are expected of us, and sometimes you just have to push through and get it done like no matter how you feel about it and yes those moments are shitty and it's obviously more ideal to be able to listen to our bodies and I guess ultimately we can always just prioritize ourselves but sometimes that will come at consequences and personally I think I always weigh the consequences and then don't want to deal with those consequences so I just kind of get whatever done that I need to get done and then I take my self-care and I prioritize myself after that or I try to at least. So those are just some ways that I feel like finding a balance with it can be really hard because yes ideally we listen to ourselves and we you know respond to our bodies in every way possible but the reality of life is just not like that. I feel like growing up, like after college, there's going to be, you know, things expected of me and I just have to get things done. I have to pay rent and I have to pay my bills. Like I can't just like message my landlord, be like, hey, I need a mental health day. I'm not paying rent. Like, no, then I won't have a place to live. I mean, maybe I could try, but I don't know how well that would work out. But plus, I don't want to do that because I want to pay my rent on time and not jeopardize my living situation. Anyway, that's besides the point, but I just feel like as life moves on, I'm going to run into more and more situations where it's harder to prioritize myself. And yeah, I don't know. I just realized I slightly went off track, but this episode is about people pleasing, but that is all part of it. I feel like putting myself first and then feeling the guilt of putting myself first because I'm either making the situation harder or I'm not following through to a word I told someone. That is just like all the background feeling of what happens to me when I put myself first, kind of a lot of the time. So I just kind of wanted to go through also ways I've noticed that I people please. And throughout therapy, this list has definitely been reinforced and grown and just I've just become a lot more aware of what I've done in the past and what I still do now that is evidence of people pleasing and you know I'm not just gonna fix 
all these things overnight that it's it's all a process but i think just being able to become aware of things i do or things i say that are evidence of people pleasing and that fully just don't allow me to truly adhere to what i need in certain moments and you know noticing that i'm purely doing this for the sake of someone else right now i think just being aware of that is the first step and the next step is then obviously figuring out what you actually want to do from that point on and changing certain habits. I don't really know, but these are the ways that I've noticed that I'm a people pleaser. So basically, I have always apologized so much my entire life. I say sorry for everything. I say sorry even when it's not appropriate to say sorry to strangers, to friends. Like, I just apologize. Like, if I don't even know if I, I don't even know. I don't even have examples of when I apologize because I just do it so much. Um, and it even has gotten to the point where some of my friends will literally say like, Jenny, stop apologizing. Like you're fine. And that doesn't stop me. (laughs) I don't know. So that's something I'm working on. It's just not apologizing for being who I am because that is nothing to apologize for. If I'm apologizing for just being myself, like that is such an issue and I I don't like that and I'm trying to work on that myself. The next thing is kind of always going with the flow. I have never been someone to just speak out and be like, hey, no, I actually really want to do this. Like occasionally, occasionally I have done that. But in the past, I'm like, I'm good with whatever or, you know, anything sounds good to me. So... I feel like that's kind of a sign of even in certain moments, if I knew clearly what I wanted to do, I haven't been able to honor that and just say that that's what I want to do. But instead of just, but instead I just want to like appease the situation, not cause any ruffles in the plan. So I'm just go with the flow. The next is I am horrible at confrontation and I still am. And that's something I am working on all the time. I'm just honestly fearful to like hurt the other person, which makes no sense because usually if I'm confronting someone, they've hurt me or offended me in some way. But I don't even kind of think about that sometimes. I'm just like, I don't want to cause any issues. I don't want to hurt the other person by letting them know that they hurt me. Like, okay, saying that out loud, that makes no sense. But yeah, that's that's my thought process is just I am horrible at confrontation and it takes me so, so much to actually tell someone like how I'm feeling. So that is something I'm working on. Another thing is putting others' needs before my own. I feel like throughout life, I tend to think about others, which isn't a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. And being in a relationship, I think about my partner and what he would enjoy. And in situations I'm in, like, I think about how he would react in the situation just because we're in a relationship and he's pretty present in my thoughts. I don't know. But that way, I think it's fine and I think it's healthy. But there have been and very often still are situations where I'm just purely doing something for the sake of someone else and thinking about 
how they would react or how they would perceive me in this situation. Another thing is just saying yes to things without really taking into consideration whether I really want to do it really. Yeah, that is something I've definitely done many a time and just kind of building up my schedule, packing my schedule so tightly because I've said yes to so many things and told so many people I would do things. I feel like, oh, if they're asking me to do something, I should help them in any way I can. Like, yes, that is great. It's always great to help people. But if it's constantly happening at the cost of your own happiness and your own mental health and at the cost of being able to build that relationship and help yourself, then I think it's time to take a step back. And that's what I've had to do. I've had to either say no to certain people, or if I say yes, I then have to cancel, which I always hate, hate doing, because then that goes into my, like, not following through thing, and I just feel even worse. But in the long run, if I had, like, pushed through and just helped that person, even when I knew clearly that I wasn't in the right mind to do that, or it just wasn't going to help me to do that, I probably would end up resenting that person when they did nothing wrong, but it's just, I don't know how to say no. And so I've run into too many situations like that where I do actually resent the person. I'm like, why would they like expect this of me? Why are they asking me to do this? Like blah, blah, blah. But it's not their fault. I said yes. So I, you know, I could have said no, but I just in my brain sometimes don't think that there's an option to say no, but I need to make myself realize that there's always the option to say no. So I just need to find a balance and realize when I need to say no. The last thing is I have a huge issue when I find out that people don't like me or they don't like the way I've done something. This kind of trickles into like my body image and just I'm always thinking about how I'm going to be perceived by the world. And this is definitely something I'm working on and I you know, don't love this mindset, but I'm just here being authentic. So if you relate to me, like know that you're not alone, but know that we can work on it together because I don't love that a lot of my first thoughts when I'm buying things or buying clothes or dressing myself or I don't know, just doing anything. I'm thinking about how I'm going to be perceived by the world and how people around me will think when they look at me, which I don't know, again, to an extent is good because I want to create a good image for myself and make good first impressions when I meet people, but it's just not necessary to the level that I think about this. Like, I don't need to worry about what a freaking stranger on the street is thinking of me as they pass me for 0.25 seconds, but I do. Like, I literally think to that minuscule Like, if I'm dressing myself in the morning, what are they going to think of my outfit? If I decide not to put on makeup, what are they going to think of my face? Like, e, don't love that, but it's still something I do. And just, like, my actions, my words, I'm so fearful to speak up. Well, I hate public speaking in general, but this podcast, honestly, like, I've gone through so many moments of insecurity of, like, nobody wants to listen to me you know, what I have to say isn't worth listening to. And I don't speak in an elevated, like eloquent way. So like, I shouldn't even post it. 
because I'm so worried about like how the world is going to perceive me. But I think pushing against those thoughts and just posting this podcast anyways and putting it out there for people to listen to if they want to. If they don't, that's cool too. But the positive response I've received from this really boosts my confidence with the whole thing. So shout out to all of you for listening. Thank you so much. Please keep telling me if you enjoy the podcast and leave reviews and ratings. Like it's just so, so helpful and building my confidence. And I hope it can build yours too. If you, you know, are listening and find ways to relate to the things I'm going through. But anyway, lost slightly my train of thought. Oh yeah. Just, just the way I think on such a deep level of how the world will perceive me and literally every single little thing I do is something I'm constantly working on. And it, it's been building for the past 20 years, basically. So it's not going to be something that goes away over the next, you know, few years. It's going to be something I'm working on. And Throughout therapy, it's been really beneficial to kind of dive into this and figure out where it's come from. And a lot of it is just the way I grew up. I think I grew up in a way that helping others was very important. And it's taught me, you know, how to be generous and how to be humble. And I'm so grateful for the way I grew up. But I think it has come at the cost of me not really being able to tell when I need to put myself first. And so now that's something I am figuring out. And then kind of my body dysmorphia and issues with eating and with my body image and everything. I think that all reinforced the idea that I need to fixate on how the world perceives me and that, you know, I won't be liked or I won't be viewed as worthy or deemed good enough if I don't dress a certain way or if I don't fit in a certain way and yeah I'm just realizing how detrimental that is to myself and my mental health and it's just disconnecting myself from myself honestly and making making it 10 times harder for me to build a relationship with myself and build a trust with myself because I'm just doing everything for external reasons. So I think looking inward and finding what truly, truly resonates with myself in my own body, regardless of what's happening outside, that's the way I kind of reset, get back and re-in-touch with myself. That's what I'm just trying to do now. Just trying to get in touch with myself, really ask myself what resonates with me. And even in little moments, like when I'm dressing in the morning, if I catch myself like, oh, what will someone think of this outfit? Oh, they'll probably think it looks weird. I kind of try to shut down those thoughts for a second and be like, no, do I like this outfit? Like, do I feel comfortable? Do I feel confident in this outfit? And if the answer is yes, then I'm going to be wearing that outfit because it really doesn't matter what other people think. And maybe there's some people there who think it looks cool, but I'm just not really allowing that to be an option in my head. So I might as well just do what I want. And the reoccurring thought comes to my head of the fact that you are not for everyone. I am not for everyone. Like every person is not for every other person in the world. 
There's going to be people you don't like. There's going to be people who don't like you. And that's just the way it is. Like, not every human is going to get along with every other human or agree with every other human or like the way that every other human does things. Like, that's just not how the world works. But that's kind of where the beauty of the world comes from is because everyone is so different and can bring so many different things to the table. And we get the chance to discover what resonates with us and what doesn't. And just because something doesn't resonate with you doesn't mean it's bad. But I think for so many of us, that's what we kind of correlate with each other is that if someone doesn't like the way we do something, it's bad. At least that's how I've thought. And just working to reframe that thought into, okay, if someone doesn't agree with me, we just don't agree. It doesn't mean what I'm doing is bad or worse than them in any sense. It's just we're not for each other and that's okay. I can reassess my relationship with that person or if we never had a relationship, just don't make a relationship with that person, you know, like just realizing that not every person is for every person and that's an impossible task to try to achieve to be liked by every single person in the world. Like that is just a recipe for disaster and I've realized that and now it is no longer my goal to be liked by everyone and having moments of acceptance and, you know, being okay with the fact when I hear about someone who doesn't like the way I've done something or if they like disagree with me or if they just plainly don't like me, I think challenging myself to just be more accepting and not let that affect my view of myself, that has been really, really helping me, but it's definitely still something I struggle with. So from there, I wanted to move on to just how I've been able to build boundaries because I feel like people-pleasing is coming from a place of not being able to build your own boundaries. And that, you know, I fully believe that. I think I have struggled to know what my own boundaries are and therefore struggled to define to others and define to the outside world what those boundaries are because I didn't even know what they were in my own body. And so... Over the past few years, I feel like I've been developing my boundaries and that's really been helping with my people pleasing and just being able to recognize like when someone's crossing my boundary, like that's not okay. You know, I I need to hold my ground. I need to do this for myself. I need to put up that barrier and say no. But if I didn't even have boundaries in the first in the first place, I wasn't able to do that. So a few ways I work on building my boundaries is one, canceling on plans that I know I need to cancel on, even if I feel so bad and even if I maybe said I would go to that plan. But if something in me is telling me I need to cancel, like that's what I need to do. And that's building that boundary of knowing when it feels right to socialize and not forcing myself into those situations. Another thing, like I mentioned, is saying no to things and not scheduling up every single hour of every single day, you know, and and making time for myself, making time for self-care. Another way I work on building my boundaries is vocalizing what I want to do and what I need, especially when I'm in a group of people or even just with one person. Just validating my needs and validating what I want to do for myself 
has been so important and just communicating with the people I'm with. Like it's, it's honestly so much nicer probably for them and for myself that I vocalize what I want to do because that can help us with some guidance of what to do and, you know, who feels comfortable doing what. But if I just don't vocalize anything, then oftentimes it's so much harder to make a decision. So that's been beneficial for me and just for other people when I'm in groups, group settings. Another thing I do, which I'm still very much working on and not great at, is confronting people, like I mentioned. I still have a hard time even noticing if someone hurt me because I kind of put it on myself sometimes and think it was my own fault that I'm getting hurt by them. So that's an, that's its own issue in itself. But yeah, building up the confidence and the courage to tell someone, hey, what you did hurt me and what you did made me feel this type of way. And I just need to tell you that I'm still working on that. But being able to do that is a great, great way to build those boundaries and catch yourself from people pleasing and just doing things to please others. Another way I work on building my boundaries is really utilizing my alone time. And this might seem kind of weird because building boundaries are often building boundaries when you're with others so that they don't cross your boundaries. But I feel like utilizing your alone time and the times when you're just by yourself to really be mindful and present and notice like what feels good and what doesn't. Noticing that when you're by yourself makes it a lot easier to notice it when you're with other people. And so if you're with another person and you notice something doesn't feel good that you've noticed already when you were by yourself, it's so much easier in that situation to be like, hey, I don't resonate with that. I don't want to do that. I'm going to pass. But if you're not taking that time to be mindful and present when you're by yourself and you didn't notice that, that bad feeling when you're by yourself and now it's coming up in a group setting, it's going to be a lot harder to even notice how you feel about that situation when you're in a group setting because there's a lot more distractions, there's a lot more elements, and I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So just being mindful and listening to myself, tuning in really, really hard when I'm alone so that it's just that much easier to notice what feels good and what doesn't when I'm in a group setting or in a social setting. So if I can leave you with one thing, it's to remind yourself that you are not for everyone. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to mention it again because I think that is kind of my big takeaway from this podcast episode and from just my journey of addressing my people-pleasing and the way I kind of check in with myself to stop doing that. And it's just reminding myself that I'm not for everyone. And that's just the way life is. And I feel like the more I try to butt heads with it and push against it, the more unhappy and the more out of touch I become with my body and my mind. And remind yourself that you're not for everyone and that that is okay. And that it's very important to put yourself first in many situations and know that there is a balance with that, but more often than not, listening to our body, responding to our body, and building that relationship with ourselves is often more important than appeasing those around you and trying to fit in and trying to be liked. Because at the end of the day, 
we are living with our own minds. We are living with our own bodies. We don't have any other option, really. If we're at war and at conflict with ourselves and our own minds and bodies for the rest of our lives, I don't believe that would be a very nice life to live. So coming to a place of acceptance that I'm not going to please everyone, I'm not going to be liked by everyone, but I just have to like and please myself. I feel like that is the type of life I want to live personally. So that's what I'm working on every single day. And if you relate, know that you're not alone. So many people deal with this and so many people are working on this constantly like myself. So you are never alone. And with that, I'm going to close up this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening and tune in next week for the episode with my boyfriend. We're going to be talking about being in a relationship while going through eating disorder recovery. And I have so many questions from you guys and I feel like it'll be a good one. We'll have lots to chat about and you can meet my boyfriend. So look forward to that. I'll catch you in the next episode.